Hello, and welcome to the Honest Art Podcast. I'm your host, Jody King. I want to let you know about something really exciting coming up soon. My team and I want to support artists like never before. So we are hosting our first annual free online summit called Art Biz and Soul. It'll be a two-day live event with 16 incredible speakers and teachers who are leaders in their industry. You'll learn skills to make your art so much stronger, strategies to make more money, and methods to connect to your intuition so you can make your best, most honest art. As I said, this summit is free and you don't want to miss it because there has never been anything like this to support artists. The Art Business Soul Summit will take place online October 3rd and October 4th. Head to the show notes to learn more and to sign up. Can't wait to see you there. I remember about 20 years ago when I first started painting, I started dreaming about getting my work into a gallery. Back then, getting into a gallery represented the pinnacle of artistic success for me. In my visions, I saw myself on the night of the gallery exhibition. I envisioned how my work would be hung with spotlights illuminating the art. I would be there dressed in all black. I'm a jeans and a t-shirt kind of girl, but that night I want to look chic. I held in my vision the patrons of the gallery walking around, lingering at my paintings, talking about them, asking me about them. And of course, I envisioned lots of red dots next to them. Red dots, as you know, are the stickers that mark the painting as sold. Now, did all of this happen? It sure did. Was it as exciting as I had hoped? Absolutely. But it did not happen exactly in the timing I had hoped for. So in today's podcast, we're going to talk about how you can get your art into a gallery. All right, you ready? Let's get messy. Like I said, the timing was not exactly what I had hoped for. So it took many, many more years, like a solid decade longer than I had hoped. Why? Well, did you notice in the story where I said that I was dreaming about this when I first started painting? Mm -hmm. Yeah, from the beginning, I was having so much fun painting and I was really proud of what I was doing. I was getting encouragement from family and friends. But the thing is, you could say that I had maybe a slightly overly inflated sense of how good my art really was. Uh, I, this is embarrassing, but I really thought that after painting for like six months to a year that I was golden. <laughs> The good news is that I was still able to sell lots of art before I ever got into a gallery. Before I ever had gallery representation, I sold tons of paintings. Now, since then, 
I've mentored many artists who were able to garner gallery representation much sooner than I did. And you want to know why? There is one major difference. The quality of their work. It is always about the quality of the work. Also, I think I did everything wrong in my quest for gallery representation. I I mean, I didn't know what I didn't know. So today I'm going to share with you the eight tips that I have learned that are tried and true for getting into galleries. First, let me say that I had painted for several years and had applied to um, maybe a handful of galleries with no look. I either never heard back from the gallery or I was politely rejected from all of them. And I think this is important for artists to know is that galleries are not like some mean, big, you know, uh, entity who doesn't like artists. Galleries love artists. So if you are rejected from a gallery most times, in fact, every time for me, but I don't want to say 100% of the time because you never know, but most of the time the gallery is going to do so politely or (laughs) you just won't hear from them at all. But um, I uh, one day got a call from a friend of mine. This was back, like I said, when I had applied to lots of galleries and was having no luck. I got a call from my friend Anne. Now, Anne is a brilliant art collector. She has collected some of the most beautiful art I have ever seen. It's her jam. And she was a patron of an incredible art gallery in Fort Worth. Now, what Anne did on my behalf is she spoke to that gallery owner who agreed to see me and my art in person. And that was the first time I felt like I kind of had a shoe in the door, um, which was really exciting, but it was also incredibly nervous. So what I did was I pulled three of my favorite paintings and I drove five hours up to Fort Worth to uh, visit with Anne and visit with this gallery owner. She was incredibly polite. When we got there, she invited us in. We looked around the gallery. And finally, she asked to see my art. And she was incredibly polite, but she let me know there was nothing special about my art. Now, this is when I had really only been painting abstract art for a very short time. Prior to that, I had done a lot of different things, but this was the art that I was showing her was abstract art. And I want you to know that this because I see this all the time. I see a lot of abstract art from new uh, artists that are, you know, just started painting abstract art. And until you've painted a lot of it, it's really hard to find your particular style. And that's really what she was saying to me is, I don't see you. I don't see a particular style in your abstract art. And when it comes to gallery representation, it is always, always about the art first. Okay, so let's get into the eight tips. Tip number one. Research the galleries before you ever apply, 
because what you're wanting is you're wanting to find galleries that represent artists that have a similar price point as your art, that represent artists of similar style and medium, and uh, represent artists at a similar career stage. So one way to do this research is, if you can, visit the gallery in, in person, because that's a great way to um, not only get a sense of all of the things that I just mentioned, you know, price and career stage and similar style, but you also get a sense for that gallery's aesthetic. Uh, You can see kind of the type of artist they represent. You can also get into the atmosphere. You know, what does it feel like to be in that gallery because like for me when I was doing my research and I went into this one gallery and um not only was I not spoken to but when I walked in I walked in in my usual uniform of you know jeans and a t-shirt and I just got up downed by the woman that was working in the gallery And that told me right away, this is not a good fit for me. I wanted a gallery that was friendly, that was open, that was um, inviting to anybody that would walk in the door. So when you're doing your research, if you can go to the gallery first, if that's not possible, one of the things I do is I like to follow these galleries on social media, and very often you can get a sense of that just from social media. Okay, so let's talk about the price. I mistakenly chose galleries that I first applied to by location, either because they were in the city I lived in, which can be a really good thing, or because they were where collectors go to buy art, like Santa Fe. And I didn't give a lot of thought to the prices. I really liked the the galleries that were well-known, that carried art that started like at a minimum of $20,000. The problem is um, my art was not in that price range. My my art was more around like when I first started, if a, it was a big one, it was more like $1,000. So obviously that was not a good fit. So if your average price for a painting is around $1,000, find galleries in a similar price range. Now, keep in mind that occasionally if a gallery really likes your work um, and believes that your paintings are underpriced, they will ask you if you can raise your prices. And that is exactly what happened to me. Um, But I will also caution you, well, it's not really caution, but just let you know that when you do raise your prices for a gallery, you'll need to raise your prices on your website and everywhere where else because you don't want to undercut the gallery. Okay, the next thing when you're doing your research is the style and the medium. So what I mean by that is if you really like to paint abstract art or you really like to paint really colorful art of, let's say, animals or chairs, I don't care what it is, you don't want to apply to like galleries that focus on, you know, Western art. So a lot of these galleries are very specific about what they want. Also, if let's say you paint oceanscapes, 
those probably won't sell well in, say, like mountainous regions. So you really want your style to fit that gallery. And in terms of your medium, this may be obvious, but it's worth noting. If you do watercolor, but the gallery focus uh, focuses on sculpture, that is not going to be a good fit. Okay, and then the last thing when you're doing your research to consider is uh, the career stage. So many galleries focus on emerging artists, but others want really, really well-established artists, and still other galleries want dead artists. I know it's terrible to say, but it's true. So um, it just depends on the gallery. Make sure it is a good fit for where you are in your career stage. Okay, tip number two, you're going to want to create a strong portfolio of your best work. And when I say portfolio, I really think you should have anywhere between, you know, 12 to 20 pieces. And I know that's kind of a a wide range, but um, 12 to 20 pieces, but this is of your best work. Okay. So, um, that means that in order to get 12 to 20 pieces, how many pieces are you going to need to paint? Well, you're going to need to paint more than that. So my guess is you're going to need to paint anywhere between 30 to 40 pieces. And from those, you choose the best work from that. Now that begs the question, what's your best work or how do you know if your portfolio is strong enough to, um, you know, to apply to galleries. And from here, I always say, try to find somewhere where you can get honest art critiques. And that is not usually from your partner. It's not usually from your best friend. It's not usually from your mom. (laughs) You really want to get, you know, someplace where you can get something that is honest and helpful. Um, I know one of my team members was saying she never got anything helpful from just a nice art critique. She never learned anything from that. Um, so just be prepared and think of any critique as just something that's going to help you make your art stronger. So ways you can do that are you can join art organizations in your area, um, or you can get a mentor, in the art world, you know, whose judgment you respect, who's just farther along in your their career uh, than you are. Uh, I know we also do art critiques in uh, my course, Color Course for Rebels. Uh, we have an online community, Facebook community, and you can post your art there. And I am very active in that group and I can go in and I can, you know, give you some pointers on your work that can help to make it stronger. But whatever you do, you want to get um, an honest art critique. So now once you have those, you know, 12 to 20 pieces, you can create a, a digital folder and have that ready. And what I like to do is I have it on, um, you know, just on my computer and I have it labeled as portfolio and I can change those images in and out, you know, as I continue to paint, but have that digital folder that you can either send in a zip file if it's requested, um, from the, uh, from the email that you're going to attach these photos to. But, um, I, I think having it in a digital file is the best way to go about it rather than printing them out. 
Tip number three, attend exhibits and events hosted by the gallery that you would like to be uh, represented in. But the thing is, this is not the time to ask for representation. This is really just simple networking. And the reason why it's so helpful is it's human nature. People are more likely to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. So if you are interested in a gallery, you know, take some time. It can take months, but it's really worth your time and effort to attend their openings and their exhibits. And um, then when it's time, when you feel like you're ready, you can go ahead and, um, and apply for representation. Tip number four. Once you've established that you've got a gallery that is similar price and style and medium and career stage, you want to contact them by email first. Um, You don't want to just show up, right? So there are usually submission guidelines on each gallery's website. And very often it will say, please do not just show up at the gallery because they are working, right? They're trying to sell art. That's not the time to really sell yourself. So I have found the best way um, to contact the gallery is definitely through, um, through an email. So like I said, the submission guidelines are usually noted on their website and they're always different. Every single gallery requests something different. So that's why in the Art Biz for Rebels course that I created, I included a spreadsheet uh, for tracking submissions and the emails. Um, and it just makes it so much easier. And having all of that information in one place and organized is going to make the next process where you follow up lots and lots easier. You'll also have all the gallery contact information um, and and everything. So uh, like I said, Art Biz for Rebels. The other thing I put in the Art Biz for Rebels, which is so cringy, is I included the emails that I sent to the galleries that worked Uh, but I also included the emails that I sent to the galleries that really sucked. And yeah, I did that not to embarrass myself, but hoping that it would save you the embarrassment um, that I endured. So I'll put the link for the Art Biz for Rebels in the show notes, just in case anyone is interested. Okay, tip number five, you want to apply to many galleries. It really is a numbers game. Um, You may have heard me say this before, but uh, when I was working uh, with a mentor, which was one of the smartest things I ever did, uh, I was working with a mentor. She was lamenting that I had applied to several galleries and I was not accepted to any of them. And she said, well, how many galleries have you applied to? And I said, five. And she just burst out laughing. And she's like, yeah, get back to me when you've applied to 50. So it really is a numbers game. Don't quit. You can do this. Um, but yeah, apply to many galleries. All right. Tip number six, build an online presence. Now I want to say it is important 
but it is not imperative. Again, I want to reemphasize it is all about the art. So if you submit uh, to the gallery and you submit your photos and your art is just like bomb ass art, they're not going to say, oh, sorry, we can't represent you because you only have 500 followers. That's not going to happen. But um, a gallery is going to want to know what you have to offer them. And so while, again, it's not the first thing they look at, anything that you can do that separates you and elevates you from the thousands and thousands of other artists is going to be helpful. So uh, build an online presence um, through social media. All right, tip number seven. Let's get into this email, what it needs to include. So you want to write a concise email stating your professional experience. And you may find when you go to the gallery's website, some of them may request that you have an artist statement and a CV. A CV is just um, really an artist resume. So be prepared for that if you don't already have it. I just don't want you to be uh, surprised. So craft a personalized cover letter address to the gallery director or create uh, curator introduce yourself explain why you are interested in their gallery specifically and highlight what makes your work unique and relevant to that gallery like i said keep the letter concise engaging and professional and for those of you who have taken the art biz course and you've read my emails you'll you'll know I did not do that. Shocking that I didn't get into those galleries. (laughs) Okay. Again, include three to five, um, really good, well-cropped images of your work. And if you, if you include more than that, and they're a high res image, the email won't open. So, uh, you could always include a link to a zip file for them to open, you know, more of your art, but you definitely right there on the email, you want to have, uh, you know, three to five paintings. Um, okay. You want to include links to your social media and to your website. If you have a website, a website is not crucial, but you, if you do have those, you want to include the links. Okay. So this is important. A gallery will not go and search for, let's say you put, you know, I'm on Instagram and this is my handle. They're not going to go search that. You want them to be able to click on it right away. So click on the links, um, have include the links for your social media and for your website. All right. Uh, next thing in the email is if you have a nice size email list, you can include that information as well. Um, also, in the email, you can explain any successes that you've had as an artist. And by that, what I mean is like one of the things I wrote in my email is that I had been an artist for X many years 
And I um, have painted, you know, X many paintings and I had sold 90% of the work that I had created. So even if you feel like, well, I don't have that many successes, you could include that in sales. If you've won any awards, you know, if you have participated in any exhibitions and you, you know, got any sort of award or prize, include that in the email too. And then, like I said, occasionally the gallery will request a CV. So you could include that in the email as well. All right. Then lastly, tip number eight, and that is write in the email that you will follow up with them in two weeks and then do it. Actually follow up. Again, this is where that gallery submission spreadsheet is so helpful. So galleries get, like I mentioned, like hundreds of submissions a week sometimes. So it is appropriate to follow up with a polite email or maybe a phone call to inquire about the status of your submission. Give it, you know, give it some time. Don't do it, you know, within a week, you know, give it a little more time and avoid being pushy or demanding. But it is, um, it is definitely expected that you might follow up. So don't feel bad about that. So those are my eight tips. But I also want to say, if you get rejected, please don't quit. It's, it's really a numbers game. And eventually, I did get gallery representation. And even more than that, I eventually got my first solo show, which was so exciting. And just in case you're wondering, yes, I did wear all black. And yes, there were collectors stopping to linger at my paintings. And yes, there were red dots, just like in my vision. But whatever you do, please keep painting. The world needs your honest art, the art that only you have to offer. Okay, take good care of yourselves and each other. Once again, you don't want to miss the free Art Biz and Soul Summit coming up October 3rd and 4th. There will be 16 speakers whose work is really on the cutting edge of creativity, of business, and of energy practices. You can register at the link in the show notes, and I really hope to see you there.